Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. My guest today is Emily Morse, a sex and relationship expert, doctor of human sexuality, and creator and host of the podcast Sex with Emily. Hi, Emily. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm I am, so excited. I am really, really excited to have you here. I have followed your work for a long time, and I think you are just great. And I think that my audience is going to be really excited to hear from you. You guys, I, I told Emily when we were prepping for the show that, like, we do lots of sex stuff on this show and that she should, like, totally expect that you guys are going to be <laughs> down with all of the stuff we're going to talk about today. Um what? <laughs> we are this this show uh, right sex is dirty but it's been fun and messy and beautiful and all those things so exactly. I love that we're talking about. <laughs> exactly and the messier it is the more work I have because then people come to me asking how to clean th- things up and I love that oh my um, god you're a secret weapon from now on <laughs> exactly um so you guys, obviously, you know, I've, I've given you a heads up, but like this, you know, the theme of this show is going to be sex. So we're going to we're going to work uh, even for this show, especially blue today. So if you're listening in the car with your 13 year old and he's going to get embarrassed, maybe put on a different podcast and save this one for later. Uh, <laughs> before I get into it, I want to remind you guys that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson. Um, we do, I'll tell you guys, I, um, I was so excited about having Emily here that I made the, um, the show outline way too long. So we, um, in, the, in the bonus episode, are basically going to do like a mini episode on period sex. So if you've been holding out on subscribing to those bonus episodes, this, this is your time. Um, yeah, I love that you do bonuses too. Because first of all, you work so hard on shows, and so have a way that people can have bonus material going through Patreon and support you and all your your hard work. I think that's really smart. And the second thing is that period sex is kind of this underrated question that I people want to ask it or they don't, and it's not. There's just so much more to it. So I think that that's a good choice for bonus episode. Yeah. People are always curious about it and afraid to ask. Yeah, and I think we have pro- we both have a lot to say about it. Yeah. Um, I love it. Alrighty, so we have um, we have a question. Actually, some of you guys might kind of vaguely remember that I referenced this question um, when John Taylor was still host- co-hosting when he was doing his residency with me. Um, that a-, a question came in about vampire gloves, and the two of us were like, "What are vampire gloves? Ooh la la!" Um, and so I was so excited because I had already, when I got this question, I had already booked Emily. I knew she was going to be on the show, and I was like, "I am flagging this one." For Emily, because it's a great question. And actually, um, the answer to it, it involves a product that um, 
we both know about and I, and I think we both really, really like, um, yeah. but that's also how we met. So we'll talk about that. First, I'm going to have Emily read the question for us from Stacy. Okay. Um, dear Jolie, I'm trying to figure out how to properly sanitize a pair of vampire gloves. These are leather gloves with little spikes on the fingers and palms used for scratching people, people pleasurably with consent. I usually clean them with de- Dettol wipes and hand sanitizer, but I feel like that's not quite clean enough and also need to clean the inside, but can't really turn them inside out to a vinegar spray. I've been asked to do a kinky demonstration, but obviously would like them to be germ-free between scratches. Thanks. Obviously. Thanks, Stacey. (laughs) Between scratches. I think I can speak on behalf of all of us when I say that we all want them to be germ-free between scratches. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, germ-free between sensation play. Yeah. So, um, okay, so I, you know, I, I love this question because first of all, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a worldly kinky lady uh-huh. and I had never heard of vampire gloves and I love vampires. Right. I mean, right. Exactly. I'm and like, this was new to me. No. Well, here's, so vampire gloves, yeah, they're leather gloves and these are, I mean, I never, I think this is the brand of gloves. Like they're, um, you know, they're black leather gloves and they have little spikes on them. So you can, and this is what we call sensation play. It's like using a tickler or a feather. And the reason why we engage in sensation play with our partners is, you know, to enhance our senses, awaken all those nerve endings we have. And so these are just like really cool gloves with spikes on them, which I actually want to get a pair ASAP. Yeah, so. they look really cool. There were other ones, I'll tell you, I Googled, because um, she sent a link to the actual one she has, which is great. And I'll read, I have the description of them from the website. Um, which is uh, they describe them as spiked leather gloves for enhanced sensory play, oh, right, which, I really, okay. which I really liked. Yeah. Um, but I Googled other ones and there are ones that have like metal tips on them, like metal fingernails. <laughs> They're really cool. I've seen those. I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. There's a lot of them. Yeah. You're right. Cause leather and spikes. What do you do? How do you clean? It's a predicament, but yeah. they're fun. Okay. It, it, well, and the thing is, you know, it is a predicament with leather, especially because leather is porous. Um, and I'm going to refer you guys back to an episode, um, episode number 56, called The Sexiest Mess uh, with our, a friend of the show and fan favorite Maureen O'Connor. Um, we actually talked about cleaning leather and I had had um, a listener who runs a cleaning service in the bay area that is designed for people in the like kink and fetish community like he cleans he cleans like home dungeons and he'll you know he cleans harnesses and all this kind of stuff um he's caught you know i mean that's such like a beautiful bay area Oh my God, that's amazing. He's probably very busy. Yeah, I know. I knew you would love that. But he he sent me um, a very long rundown about all of the different ways in which he cleans leather. But he noted that the ways that he had to clean leather um, were not necessarily ideal because none of them really were fully sanitizing the leather. And leather is porous, which means that it can hold on to and transfer bacteria and sexually transmitted diseases and that right. it's a real issue and so when I got this question and I knew Emily was coming on the show and I knew that the reason that we had in- been introduced was because of this product that we both know about I was like oh my god uh, ding 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 like this is the answer this is literally the answer to like I mean you'll still have a job here but this will be an answer <laughs> 
sanitation challenges will be around UV. Have you ever talked about it on your show yet? We so, Well, I've talked about UV for germ killing, but not specifically for the use in sex toys and, and accessories and stuff like that. So, I, Emily, I'm going to have you because I know you, you know, I know about this product, but I, I think people really want to hear from you and hear your voice. I want you to talk about this product, you guys. It's called UV, U-V-E-E. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to let Emily take it away. But that's the answer for the vampire gloves, especially Absolutely. during this demo, because it she can do it in between sessions. Yeah, it's, it's perfect for in-between sessions. So the UV, okay, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. So I worked in this business for over 13 years. You know, I, I come across a lot of sex toys, a lot of innovations in the sex product industry. And when the UV came out, it was like mind blown. It's basically, it's it's a product that it stores. It looks like a little, um, you know, it's like a little uh, a chest, you know, and it stores and cleans and it stores, sanitizes and um, cleans your toys. And so it's, um, it uses, it's the only patent design cable working on like toys, like sex toys, but it'll also work on your gloves. It kills 99.9% of all the harmful bacteria. And it can, yeah, you put it inside for like, you know, it depends which unit, you have five to 10 minutes, depending on the unit. You close it and your toys are clean. The gloves would be clean. Um, and you just have to like wipe them down. What would you recommend to wipe down the gloves with like a, a damp cloth or something? Or would you say just, yeah, you know, well, I think, okay. I think she's using the right things just to do the initial wipe down. So, um, she said she's using Dettol, all wipes, which are, it's basically like an antiseptic. Um, so like any, any one of those kinds of like, um, you know, a pre-moistened, right. um, rubbing alcohol pad, um, you know, an antibacterial wipe, any one of those are fine to do the initial wipe down. And you do want to do that. Cause like there's the, the, the UV won't take stuff off. Exactly. <laughs> It'll it just nuke all of the germs. So do your right. initial wipe down, throw them in the, in this thing. It basically, when Emily, when you were describing it to me, it kind of looks like a small, like lock box. Exactly. It looks like yeah. a lockbox. And it's like, like I leave it out. I leave it next to my bed. No one knows what it is. It's like a sophisticated looking lockbox. So it has a lock on it. Yep. So no one can get into it if you're leaving your spiky gloves in there or your toys. And it, um, you know, yeah, you wipe something down, you let it dry, and then you put it inside the box and you close it. And it, and it literally, no one knows what's going on in there. Yep. And it takes five minutes, uh, five to 15 minutes, uh, five to 10 minutes. And you plug it in if you have the unit that plugs in and you um, close the lid and you take it out and it's clean and it can clean. I love it because it's um, the problem is, like, especially with like the spikes on the gloves, you it's hard to get into the nooks and crannies of a lot of these things. Like, how would you get off everything off of every spike? So this would right. actually do that because the UV can get into all those places that other cleaning things cannot. Right. Exactly. And the, I mean, the alternative is basically like. You could use a soft bristled toothbrush and um, isopropyl alcohol and just scrub. But also, you know, isopropyl alcohol is drying for leather. And so then you'd have to follow up with leather conditioner. And, you know, it would just turn into a whole process. And when, you know, this, this, um, this woman is talking about doing a demonstration, like she doesn't want to have to stop in between each person and take a super, super long time to be like scrubbing away. Whereas... Okay. Right. You know, this, in this in this case, like if she had two pairs of gloves, she could have like one that she's using and one while well, one is being sitting in the UV getting clean. And then she takes a clean pair out, puts the, puts the other one in for demonstration purposes. So, um, 
Yeah, I love it. You're right. You know, most of you got look, and here's the thing. Most of you aren't going to be giving demonstrations of your vampire gloves. This is a pretty niche problem. But many of you may be using vampire gloves or just other leather accessories like you know when we've talked a lot on this show about harnesses obviously yeah um and you know that's a good way to get them clean and it is it is kind of an issue um especially if you have multiple partners which like by all means have multiple partners but be safe about it support that exactly but as long as you clean them i think people don't realize that that you it is how important it is to clean to clean your toys and people and even if they do clean it they just might do a quick wipe and then you put it back in your drawer and it gets dirty again which is why i love the uv because it also um charges them so that's what it stores and cleans it, you know it stores sanitizes and charges your toys yes. so it's like it's like a threefer if you will and exactly. it's, it's for the gloves it's for your it's for your phone it's for your jewelry it's yeah, for I know. <laughs> Literally, you. I would. It's so funny, Julie. You might be only a person, but when I first heard about it, I was like, "Um, I'll take 20 I know. I I sex toys, <laughs> and like you, as a clean person, you must want one in every room. I was like, "Well, you know, it's funny. I'm not actually. This surprises people a lot. I'm not actually a germaphobe, but like, I will say, when you said the phone thing, the one thing I really am like insane about is keeping my phone clean, and I hate touching other people's cell phones. Right. Like, I just, it's like the one place, like. I'll like I'll like lick a subway pole. I won't lick a subway pole, you guys. I'm, I'm exaggerating for effect. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not like I'm really yeah, am but, not a problem. But touching other people's phones, ugh. <laughs> like no good. But really, Emily, when I heard about this, I was like, I was like, and I don't say this lightly. I was like, this thing is a game changer. It is a game, a game changer. changer. It is a game. That's what I was saying. After being in this industry, you see new toys all the time. This is the one innovation in the over 13 years that I've been like. Oh my God, A, why has anyone ever thought about this? Because cleaning toys is kind of a hassle. You're like, oh, I had all this fun and now I got to walk to the sink and clean it. Mm-hmm. You just wipe it now and throw it in the box. And people are also always asking me, how do I like store stuff for my kids so they don't find my toys? It's yes. got a lock on. How do yes. I charge them? Because let me tell you, the biggest bummer about any kind of sex play about toys is when it loses its charge and it's dirty. Because mm-hmm. you're like, I might as well roll over and fall asleep because those are two problems I don't want to deal with right now mm-hmm. when I want to. So this is like clean <laughs> and they're always ready to go. It's perfect, but I love it for like everything else too. It's like bonus for your jewelry and your phone. Yeah. yeah exactly. And, um, and, your and your vampire gloves. Um and speaking of storing your toys toys and washing your toys yes. is a perfect sag into our second question from Jessica. Poor Jessica. Okay. Emily, I feel like Jessica really needs both of us. Oh, I know. Me too. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to have, I'm going to have you read this question. <laughs> I love Jessica's question. Okay. She's I, like talking to me. She's like, so vibrators. I have one that I don't use much. Uh, I know I need a trip to sex toy store for something better. I digress. Anywho said vibrator did not come with any sort of case or holding accoutrement. So my question is, how do people normally store theirs? I guess I have a weird fear of it getting dusty or dirty, sitting in a drawer without some sort of covering. And yes, I know that one could theoretically use a condom on it, but does anyone actually do that? Also, I feel like it needs some place to rest before I could sneak it down the hall to the communal bathroom to clean it. <laughs> so I just throws you out, clean lady. I fear I grossed you out. Uh, but if I'm going to sleep, then I don't want to jump out of bed and go scrub immediately. But I also don't want to rest it on my bedside table. Do I need a dedicated vibrator hand title, hand towel? Help me clean lady. 
vibrators are not supposed to be stressful. <laughs> just, uh, like, seriously, I get it. You probably get it. And it's kind of what I was talking about it before the UV. This was kind of the thing. Like I had a towel. I had like a little hand, like a, a washcloth. Mm-hmm. And Um, that I would leave by my bed and then I would like use a spray, which actually you can use a spray. Like I have a lot of my, I have, uh, Joe makes a spray. Mm -hmm. It's on my site, sex with Emily. It's called system Joe. And they make a spray that you could spray your toys and then you could wipe it off. And that's a pretty good quick fix, but I gotta be honest. Then you put it back in your drawer. So you just roll it in the, in my washcloth, like I used to do or in my hand towel, it could still get dusty and dirty. So It's like your quick fix because you definitely need to wipe it before the UV. Yeah. But if you have a UV next to your bed already plugged in like I do, I keep it next to my bed. You can keep it under your bed. I just wipe it with a hand wipe. I spray it on if I have the spray next to my bed, which I usually do, or I use a wipe and then I put it in the UV and I, and I, and I just press the button and it sanitizes in five to 10 minutes. Right. And it's done. And it's I love done. I love the idea of your washcloth. I'm so like I'm a I'm a little bit of a child. I was I was like laughing to myself as you were talking about it because I was like it's like the female equivalent of like the male like the male jet like, off towel. Ja- exactly. <laughs> the cum towel. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it is a cum towel. <laughs> like you know. Um. Like so, if they use that and not their sheets, hopefully when they get past their twenties, they're like, Oh, I see. I should use, you know, right. So well, not my okay. One and, would hope, but let me tell you, it's not in line with reality. <laughs> I, I hear you um, in their forties, but anyway. Yeah. Um, me, so, so one thing I'll, I'll say really quickly, just to like, you know, give you guys some stuff to go back to. Cause you know, Emily and I have so much to cover in this episode. Like we can't go through all of the clean toy cleaning options that there are out there. But there is an old episode. It's actually episode 33, if you can believe it. It's like that old. Um, It's called My Buzzy Valentine. It was a Valentine's Day episode. Um, And it was all about cleaning different kinds of sex toys. So like based on material, whether they're motorized or not, um, all of those kinds of things. So like all of that, if you need to know how to clean specific kinds of toys, um, that's all in that episode. But I I think there are sort of two different things going on here. First of all, there's the question of like, how and when do I clean this thing after right. using it? And then also how do I store it? And so like the how and when do I clean it? You know, I think we'll spend probably a little bit less time going into the specifics of the, how to clean. And I think I love what you said about using the sprays. And they also there are also wipes, you guys. Like you yes. can just get like a packet of wipes and just wipe them right off and then you're done, you know. Exactly. Um, and that's really, those are really, really easy to use. Um, but I think that like, the question of when and also the storage is kind of what we want to focus on today. So like, I have to say again, you know, I, maybe this goes into my germophobia thing. So here's the thing. Keeping your toys clean is important primarily because it's a sexual health issue. Using a dirty toy. It's not, it's not, you you shouldn't be like, Oh, that's gross. You should be like, Oh, that's dangerous. No, that's dangerous. You that's can get a bacteria it, yeah. infection. It happens for people who don't clean their toys. And Absolutely. you might not be able to see it. You might think it's clean. You might have cleaned it a week ago when you used it, but then it got dust particles on it in your drawer and or some kind of, you know, bacteria and it, it you can get an infection. So it's yeah, yeah it's yeah. a health concern. So it's a it's a yeah, it's a it's a sexual health issue. And then especially, 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 especially if you're sharing toys, oh, then yeah. it levels up on the sexual health concerns. So um you know, I want you guys to have fun and I want you to be dirty, but I want you to be healthy and safe too. Yeah. 
So it's exactly. a, it's really important that we kind of like hammer that point home that a, a dir- the problem with a dirty toy is not that it's gross, it's that it's dangerous. Right. Um, exactly. Thank you. Very yeah. good distinction. Yeah. Um. So, but with that said, you know, once once you've I I don't think that you need to clean it the minute that you finished using it. I don't really like I I say this also about stain sex stains that like I don't want you guys leaping out of bed to go clean something. I want you to enjoy your postcoital bliss. Yes. I, I, I want, and I, I also, I, I really want, um, to say that like, if you're, if you have a vibrator, Jessica, that's not doing it for you, please go make the trip to the store and get a new one. Like uh, let's, let's address that as well. Yeah, yeah. I want you to be using that vibrator all the time. All I the want, time. I, I want everyone to be having an orgasm a day. And right. I don't necessarily mean that, like, you have to be having sex with a partner once a day because that's a different, totally different thing. But, like, an orgasm a day keeps the doctor away. Yes, <laughs> Unless you use a dirty toy, in which case you're going to have to go see the doctor. a whole troop of doctors. But it is true what you're saying about, yeah, clean toys, clean orgasms. Um, I, I think it's so important that women don't – and this is something I talk about on my podcast all the time is that – I think that, like, for men, I don't have to typically remind men to masturbate and to have pleasure. <laughs> orgasms. But for women, we get busy. We're in our heads. Like, Jessica is like, my, I get it, Jessica. You're like, I know I should get one. I want to do it. I don't have time to go buy a new one. I get it. But it's kind of like... It's kind of like exercise. The more you start to masturbate, the more you start to have all those orgasms, the more you're going to want to do it. That's number one. And number two, but having a healthy, um, you know, solo sex life, masturbation life is, is part of having a healthy overall, um, is is part of your sexual health and it helps with your mood. It can help lift depression, helps with your skin. You can sleep better Mm -hmm. and you have to release. So I just love like women just get in these habits and I'm never going to tell anyone to do a thing every single day because that just sets us up for failure. But I'm telling you. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I'm being, I'm being like hyperbolic when I say what I'm an orgasm a day. (laughs) You don't need to be having that many orgasms if you don't want to. Doctor, no, but I want it to be like I'm telling you, I go in phases where it is every day, and I'm like, oh God, it's been a week. Like, I know that I want to do it. And then the more that I do it, I'm so into it. So I think for Jessica, if she goes out and buys a new fun toy, she'll be motivated again. It's like when you get those new running shoes and you're like, I'm gonna go for a run. So I feel like we can get her to amp up her sex life by buying a new toy. Um, there's a lot of rechargeable waterproof toys now, most of them are, and I love anything by We Vibe. So I would say those are great, those are great investments. Okay, good. Yeah, to have an organ. Yeah, and then I would say also, you know, so she's got this. She's got this communal bathroom situation. She's like, I don't want to like pad down the hallway. I have to like wait until it's empty. Blah blah. I feel like the wipes and the sprays are the answer for her because then it takes out the communal bathroom aspect of things. The wipes and the sprays, but the communal bathroom. I think if you you take like a sex toy away, which they have, or just a spray, and then you wipe it down with a towel next to your bed, that's great. Then the next morning, if you want to do something else, bring it to the bathroom to to clean more. That's great. But we're not concerned. Yeah, I love it just to do it, and I do like doing it right. Even if you just spray it right after and throw it in your drawer, that's fine with me. Right. Yeah. And I and I feel like that doesn't disrupt your post orgasmic bliss because you're not you don't have to get up really you can just kind of like grab the wipes and do that from bed because that could be a barrier for people they're like well i want to have an orgasm but i don't want to have to get up and walk down the hall so we're telling you now no worries get some wipes get a spray and go to town exactly so the (laughs) other thing is and this would solve both of her problems the uv would actually solve both of her problems because it would be a place to clean and store 
Right. Right. So we want to get into, so I want to say that, but I, there are other storage options. So I did a little research, but I bet you're going to have a lot of other things to say about this too. Um, And actually, you know what? Let me do this. Let's take our break now. And when we come back, we'll talk about um, the storage options um, as the, as the, this for the part of that answer to Jessica's question. So this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Emily and I will be right back with more about your sex message. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by Emily Morse, the host of Sex with Emily. We've been talking about sex, <laughs> as you might imagine. Um, so we left off. We wanted to talk about options for Jessica for storing her toys when they're not in use. And obviously, you know, we said the, the UV is a really good option. You know what, Emily, we haven't said? Um, and I actually realized I didn't put this in my notes. Do you know off the top of your head how much the UV costs? I do. The UV for the small unit, um, they have two sizes. They have Go Play and Home Play. The Go Play is 119 and the Home Play is 179 And it's uh, uvclean.com. It's uveeclean.com. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, so look, I mean, it's not the cheapest thing in the world. And the difference between the, the, the travel one and the home one is just size. It's size, exactly. And the, 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 the home one has more charging outlets and it's just a little bigger. You can fit bigger space. Right. Exactly. But um, I, yeah. And I just love that also when, when they told me I could do my cell phone and my toothbrush and my thing, it just seemed like a really good. I'm like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Just throw everything in there. Yeah. I wonder if it would work on my dirty mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably not. Oh, yeah. I think my dirty mind is, is beyond helping at this point. Um, all right. So but let's talk about some other storage options because there are... There are a lot of actual things you can buy that are designed for storing sex toys. And then also you can just rig something up like, you know, you could just grab like an old shoebox and like throw a washcloth down in it. And like, that's where you store it. That's fine. You don't have to go out and spend a lot of money on this. And I, you know, I always want to be mindful with my listeners to like give them a range of options that take cost into consideration right um but for like for like ease of going out and finding these things you can literally just google like sex toy storage options and you'll find a lot I mean that's so true like I have to say that I've done that like before I before I had the UV what I did was and I literally my job you know um, is to test sex toys we get pounds of them delivered here a week and I have a lot I would just like I would kind of do this ad hoc because I am sort of obsessed with organization, even though I'm not great at it. I always think I will, like I I will one day my life will be organized and everything will be perfect, but (laughs) I spend way too much time at the container store. But I would just buy things like I could even use shoe boxes or I'd buy like jewelry trays that are a little like deeper. You probably know what I'm talking about. Just even plastic trays. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, and like those little like 
the small size like um store lidded storage containers that they have at the um at the container store like those lucite ones those would work yeah lucite all of that and then a lot of sex toys actually do come with little satin bags yes and so sometimes i would just put the satin i would like throw it in the satin bag and i would like use a little tag on the end of it when i was like super organized on the on the string and like write what the toy is on the little like luggage tag you know, I mean, I'd make a little tag that would say like, this is my WeVibe touch. This is my, and then I would leave the chargers separately in another drawer and I would label the chargers because this is oh, my, that's v- smart. That's a lot smart. of them don't say which toy, a lot of them charge the same way now, but for some of them, each sex toy company, it's not like the iPhone, anything Apple all has the same charger. Actually, that's not even true anymore, but sex toys are all different chargers. So I would right. label them a separate place because I think we get confused we can't find the tips and things so I would just put them in the satin bags that came with it and then put a little label on them and put it in a loose thing or a, you know even a shoe box yeah under the bed. very so very smart right. yeah that's um, I- so the other the other thing to mention I mean you know as I said you can Google. I actually I wrote down like just two brand names that I when I was googling that I found that I liked um but really there are tons 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 of options um, and, and the thing is to keep in mind is that there are options that can accommodate any size collection. So like whether you're Jessica and you have one toy that you don't even like that much, um, <laughs> right. or you're Emily who has, you know, like, I don't know, what hundreds, thousands like, you know? yeah, in my house that I've actually needed to buy two to 300. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Building it. It. Yeah. <laughs> that's you're, a, you're a champion. <laughs> Um, so, so there were two that I like, I just wrote down like just totally randomly. Um, one, there's a, a product called the joy box. Um, yes. that's J O Y B O X X. I love the name of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like, like why that. I wrote that. I have one. They sent it to me a while ago and it's nice. It, it really is a good one. It has a lock and you can store things in it. It's plastic. Yeah, yeah. It kind of looks like, um, do you remember the, those like caboodles from when we were in middle school, Emily, that the like. Yes. Makeup thing. <laughs> yeah, it looks like like you'd open it and it would have layers to hold your blushes and eyeliners. But this way it would have your chargers and your dildos. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It kind of reminded me of a caboodle. I was like, oh, I love this. Um, but one of the things that I really liked about it is that it has a removable tray. So you can take that out and you can like rest your toy on it. Like if you've, you know, say you've, you've used it at night and you want to just knock right out after you've used it and you don't feel like cleaning the toy. Like you can just put the toy right on the removable tray exactly for the night. And then in the morning you can go wash it or wipe it down or whatever. Um, and so I thought that that was a really nice little feature. The other, um, the other things to mention is that there's a brand I've talked about this brand on the show before. There's a brand called liberator. They make all kinds of like just great products. And I know Emily, you and I are going to definitely talk about the fascinator throw when we talk about period sex. Uh Um, but they make toy bags. So if the idea of having like a box is it doesn't appeal to you for some reason, if it feels like it's like a weird lock box for your toys or for whatever reason, the aesthetic doesn't work for you. Um, Liberator does make a lot of different styles of bags from like huge ones that look like suitcases to small ones that look like a handbag to like the little satchel type style that Emily was talking about that a lot of toys just come with anyway. So um, you know, I always like to give you guys a couple of like names just to set you off in the right direction as you're going in your search. But really the thing to, to take away from this is that there are a lot of options. 
<laughs> exactly. There's a lot of options and it's just important to choose one. So you, you do store them and clean them correctly. So you can keep playing without any infection or sexual health challenges. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of uh, challenges, <laughs> we have another question. This was a great one. I think this is like, this makes me laugh so hard. So I, Emily, I'm going to have you read the question from Olivia. Okay. Hi, I'm not sure if you can help me with this. And this is kind of a weird question. And I've tried Googling it, but nothing pops up. So here it goes. I have a vibrator app on my phone and I really like to use it a lot, but every time I've done with it, it leaves a terrible odor on my phone <laughs> that I don't know how to get rid of. Do you have any tips? Thank you. I do. <laughs> have you heard this one before? Oh, I'm not even sure what the vibrator app is. Is she sitting on her phone? Is she using her fingers, <laughs> her hands? And gets Because I know vibrators that can be controlled by a phone. I'm not, I, I might have to have you start with this because I'm not sure... I know how to clean a phone. I'm not sure what. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was hoping you would know more about it. I was, I was picturing, like the 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 phone somehow vibrates. Uh, okay. Well, this is well. Then let me tell you what I think it is because I don't think that there's a. Okay. Well, let's say that let's say let's say <laughs> there is an app that vibrates your phone. First of all, I cannot imagine it vibrates enough to give you enough pleasure that you would leave an odor. Let's say that. What I, <laughs> that that there are a few apps like WeVibe. They have an app called WeConnect that you download with your partner and your partner can, you, you or your partner can control your sex toy. You can control your toy using the app on the phone. Right. So I could like, so I could have like my WeVibe Brave, Rave is one of their toys and I could be like using my finger on my phone while the toys inside me or inside of my partner, if they're using it, and you can do it from anywhere in the world. Like it's like, you know, from whatever, across the world to next, next to me. So what I'm confused about the odor is if you're using the same hand fingers that you're using on your body, um, if you're like using the toy and then you're touching your phone, but I don't know why your phone would have a terrible odor other than that you're using a hand and your phone, which I would say, try to use a separate hand, try to hold your phone. If you're controlling the vibrator with your phone, I would say, use one hand for that and one hand to hold the toy. Right. That okay. Helps. So I actually, I actually Googled this while you were talking about that. Okay. Because I actually, I was like, I, 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 I did recall reading and hearing about these apps that turn your phone itself into a vibrator. Um, and, and I, and I also remember, and the part of the reason I remember this is I remember thinking like, well, who wants to be rubbing their phone up against their right. chotch? Like, Right. That, it's an expensive piece of electronic equipment. Like, I don't know. That just seems like it just seems like there are better options out there. But you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, there I are, and I'm sure people do it. People use their tooth, used to use their electro. Maybe they still do use their electric toothbrushes, which I don't recommend either. So, right, yeah. Um, but what'd you find? That okay, people so I found I found an article in um, in Cosmo actually. Um, about these different apps and I'm kind of, I'm kind of scrolling on the fly here, um, okay. and trying to see like what vibrator app. Yeah. It, I just don't think they're healthy. For how you. they, okay. She, okay. So yeah, she's saying like, it feels like when a call is on vibrate and it's in my lap and yeah, I mean, you're actually using the phone as a as the toy. That's, that's what this is. Okay. 
Yeah. And then, um, first of all, you run out of battery really quickly, but keep going. What else? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so she's reviewing like a whole bunch of different apps that basically, yeah, they do turn your phone. She doesn't, she said the three she tried were not satisfying and good, but that's, I mean, Olivia apparently is satisfied. So, okay, you know, she's satisfied. So let's just help her clean the phone. I um, think, yeah. I have ideas. I have so, three, right. I have three ideas. So th- the first is, you know, obviously it's a phone, so we can't submerge it and we can't introduce a lot of liquid. Um, so one of my go-tos for um, odor removal is Dr. Bronner's pure liquid Castile soap, which I like love, love, love. Um, that's actually what I use to wash my toys because it takes odors off and that's it's great. Crazy. Um, and it's mild and I love it. And when I, the first time that I was writing about cleaning sex toys, um, I interviewed the, um, the staff of Babeland. And one of the things that they said to me that I loved was they said, don't ever clean your toys using anything that you wouldn't put inside you. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was such like an easy and great rule of thumb to remember. Um, and I, you know, I would put Dr. Bronner's inside. You can use Dr. Bronner's to brush your teeth. So um, but with that said, like, we can't wash a phone with soap and water. No. So I was like, well, what if we use the Dr. Bronner's hand sanitizer, which is a spray that okay. you could spray onto um, a microfiber cloth and just clean your phone off. And that one, it would be it would clean it because it's hand sanitizer. Um, and two, that probably there's some some element of the the magic in the liquid Castile soap that also is in their hand sanitizer that would eliminate odor. So that was thought number one. Okay. That's a good thought. Thought thought number two um, is to use rubbing alcohol wipes, those pre-moistened isopropyl alcohol wipes. Um, And that I thought that would work one, because those are safe to clean the phone and they're great for using to clean the phone. Also, because you can buy them, they're individually wrapped. You buy them in like, a box of like a hundred up to like, you know, 10,000, like however, however many you need. They're super, super cheap. It's a really great um, thing to have, but you can throw a couple in like a handbag and a wallet and always have them with you, which makes them really convenient. And isopropyl alcohol would rub, you know, which is rubbing alcohol will kill bacteria. I mean, it's what, it's what hospitals use before to clean an injection site before they're going to draw blood or anything like that. So if it's safe enough for that, um, it's, it's, it's safe enough to kill bacteria on your phone and the bacteria is what's causing the odor. So if you kill the bacteria, you're killing the odor. True. Okay, yes. good. This okay. Is all good. Yes. So I had, I have one other wild card one and I, I know my, my regular listeners are going to know this one is coming, but Emily, I think this is going to blow your mind. I'm so um, okay. So one of the things that I frequently recommend for using for odor removal, on items that can't get wet is clean kitty litter. Really? Yes. Because kitty litter, uh, most formulas contain active charcoal, which is an amazing odor neutralizer. And the reason that it's in there is to keep the smells in the litter box at bay. And because it's dry, you can basically like bury a phone in a scoop of clean kitty wow. litter or you can put it in a small sealable box or container with like a little bowl of clean kitty litter for 12 24 48 hours and it will just eliminate the smell over time um if you don't have a cat and you don't want to buy like a big bag of kitty litter 
You can also buy just plain old loose activated charcoal. You will find that. I mean, you can buy it on Amazon. Just Google like loose activated charcoal. Or you can go to pet supply stores because they carry it in the aquarium section. It's frequently used in aquarium fish tanks. This is amazing. It's I knew you were going to love that one. So like when you drop your phone in water and you put it in rice, this is the, kind of like the same thing. Like, don't be scared about letting it like sink in, letting it kind of get covered in kitty litter. Like nothing bad's going to happen to it. Just get the odor out. Exactly. It doesn't get into the crevices or the charger or anything like that. The charging. Right. Exactly. Exactly. This is so, amazing. And yeah. I didn't know about the, I've heard people joke about vibrator apps. I guess it's because I worked with all these other toys. I did not know this makes so much sense. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. All right. So we've got, um, we've got one more question. Um, we have a question from James. Uh, I do. I, I did. I did make a point of trying to get um, questions from both men and women. The period sex question is from a guy. So when okay. we get into the um, bonus up and we do that, we'll have our other dude question. But we do have at least one for the main episode from James that I'll have you read. All right. Okay. This is easy. It says, any thoughts on how to clean dried cum from tri- tile grout? I sure do. <laughs> Take it away, Jolie. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Emily, I, you, you will definitely know this because of your work. Um, but semen, all sexual fluids, whether it's semen, whether it's female ejaculate, female sexual fluids, are protein stains. And the problem with protein is that just like protein in the foods we eat, like eggs, when it dries, it becomes like concrete Mm -hmm. so the thing i want to say before i tell you guys what to do about the dried cum on on grout and i do have help you're not you're not doomed um is that if you can wipe it up as soon as it happens it's so much easier to clean when it's still in its like viscous state than when it dries right um so that's the first thing but it's you we can still we can still clean this it's not going to be a problem so whenever you're dealing with a protein stain whether it's a sexual fluid whether it's sweat whether it's vomit um you want to treat it with an enzymatic cleaner Mm. and my my two my two favorite ones that i um that i recommend are both laundry pre-treatment products the first one is zout z-o-u-t you guys hear me talk about zout all the time um and the other one and you know this is my like new beloved favorite is the crud cutter sports stain remover. And I have to say that, especially in the context of this particular mess, I feel like you might want to go with crud cutter because the name seems to fit. <laughs> exactly. I'm like literally taking notes. And I'm so excited to go and scrub my house. Not okay. semen per se, but just all of your ideas about the enzymes that make so much sense. Yes, yeah, protein. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Out in crud. Uh, so here's what you're going to do. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you guys actually, a, it's maybe a little bit TMI, but I'm going to tell you a personal story. This literally just happened to me like two weeks ago. I um, had an un- unexpectedly incredibly heavy period. And um, when I was um, taking out uh, my tampon, I got blood everywhere in my bathroom, like all over the tile floor. And um, it was, it was gross. Uh, I apologize for that visual, but like it happened and I got to be real with you guys. And I, yeah. And, um, and I, and so like, I, you know, I wiped it all up when it was fresh, obviously. Um, but because of the nature of grout, because grout is porous, the blood stain, there were still residual blood stains in the grout. The tile wiped up with no problem, but the grout 
had, you know, sort of visible blood stains. So I grabbed a bottle of Zout because I happened to have it in the bathroom and I just squeezed it onto the little stained areas um, on the grout and I left it for about probably like five or 10 minutes. And then I went back in and, and just scrubbed it up with, I think I just used a sponge and it came right up. It wasn't, it, I don't think I even needed to use a scrub brush or a toothbrush. Um, so in this case, however, because the semen has sat and it's dried, I do think what you're going to have to do for this is I think you're going to have to put the zout or the crud cutter, whichever one you use, onto the stain, leave it for five to ten minutes um, to allow it to really penetrate, with with apologies for my choice of words on that one. Um, (laughs) Um, um, leave, leave it to sit so that it, the, the product can do the work for you and start to break down that protein. Cause you want to give it, you want to give the enzymes time to work. If you go right in and you start scrubbing, you're going to be doing the work and really you should let the product do the work for you. So let the product sit for five to 10 minutes. Um, and then go back in. I think probably for this scenario, unlike my scenario with the blood, you're probably going to need to use a, a brush to sort of loosen it up. So, you know, a, a regular old household scrub brush is fine. An old toothbrush, obviously not the one that you're using in your mouth currently. Um, but, you know, also it's probably time for you to change your toothbrush anyway. So use yours and get a new one. Um, or like, you know, a, like a, a nail brush or even like you know, one of those little like vegetable scrubber brushes, like a- any of those are, I don't know that you really want to be using your vegetable scrub brush to clean up your dried cum, but <laughs> I don't have to eat in your house. So I don't, it doesn't matter to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, true. Um, yeah. So, so that's really all, but the, the, the trick is really going to be um, using the right product, something that's enzymatic, letting it sit and penetrate the stain and do the work for you. And then going in um, with a, you know, a wet scrub brush, um, and just giving it a good scrub and that, and it should come right up. No problem. Oh my God. There we go. Yeah. There you go. Um, clean that grout. No problem. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I love it. And I was like, you know, it was funny. I, the, I love the question. Cause it's, it's so like just straight to the point. Right. But also like, yeah. that's a normal place for dudes to be yeah. doing their I, thing in the bathroom. Yeah, like I, that I, happens. I love that he wants to clean it up. That makes me happy. Yeah, me <laughs> too. Like that crud, and they can't tell if it's the you know if it's the grout, if it's the semen. But he's like, I know what that is. We're going to clean it up. That's amazing. That's right. Um, yeah, I like him. Okay, good. So, good. but hey, listen. On that happy note, we both like him, and we solved his problem. Problem. Um, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Emily, can you believe how fast this went by? Yeah. Which is amazing. And I, I've had such a good time with you. I I'm really, so glad. I love, I've, I really, I, I've loved having you. And I have to tell you, I'm going to, I waited until the end of the episode to tell you, I hope this makes you laugh. I was a huge fan of misadvised on Bravo. Uh, oh, fun. <laughs> so that's I, actually how I was originally became familiar with your work from cool, watching that, that show. That's fun reality show about my dating life. And five years ago. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I've been I've been following your work ever since. So oh, thank you so much. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I was really, really, really excited to have you on the show. Um and I, I hope I hope you'll come back. Yes, I love this being is- on your show. I'm literally like when we hang up, I'm ordering Zout, I'm ordering crowd cut like I've I Dr. Bonners, I haven't used that since I went camping. Yeah, Here's- I know. I didn't thank you. Your show is a wealth of information. And this was oh, a I'm so glad. you're so fun. You make clean fun. 
Thank, I try. I do try. Thank you for saying so. I, I really, really appreciate it. Um, if you guys like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. You guys should also obviously check out Sex with Emily because it's amazing and very entertaining and enlightening and she is great and we want to support women uh, doing podcasting and radio. It's very important. Uh, I would also love it if you guys would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating for my show and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>